You are listening to the Cheetah Culture USA show, the only news and podcast in English about AS Cheetadella. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cheetah Culture USA show, episode number 98, coming to you on Wednesday, October 18th. We have survived the international break. It is almost over, just got a few more days left until club football's back and Cheetadella's back. Serie B returning this weekend, Cittadella traveling to Pisa for the 10th match day of the Serie B season. So we're going to be talking about that game. Also, we got some uh, we, we got some news from Albania and what are Albania's chances of qualifying, Alan Castrati with the camp there. Um, so we'll catch you up on the international news as well as Cittadella signing a new player. That was out of nowhere. Uh, but Cittadella signing, a free agent signing in this uh, October international break. So we're going to be talking a lot. This is going to be a very full of information podcast. So uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. But before we start, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CheatCoutsUSA and visit our website at CheatCoutsUSA.com for more information, news, articles, all that good stuff about AS Cittadella. Now, Let's get uh, let's get caught up with the international break stuff now. Like in the previous podcast, we mentioned that Alan Castrati with the Albanian national team, they've been doing quite well, and they did not. Albania did not have a, another game that was played for Euro qualifiers. They only had that one game, which we talked about in the last podcast against the Czech Republic. Castrati did not play in that game, but he was on the bench. Um, but Albania did have another game. It was a friendly. Against Bulgaria, they did up win, ending at 2-0 win. I did not see, well, Castrati did not play, but I did not see him on the bench. So I'm guessing that he was sent home early just because this is a, it was a friendly and there was really no need to keep him there if he wasn't going to play. But um, yes, Stakosha did start to end up uh, playing in that game for Albania. But the main story here is the Euro qualifying and they have been doing very, very good this qualifying. And in fact, they have basically a 99% chance of qualifying for next Euro. So it's very likely that we'll be able to see a Cittadella goalkeeper at the Euros next summer because Albania, with uh, two games to go in their group, they have a three-point lead over third-place Poland. But Poland have played a game less. Albania do play Moldova next. That could be the game where they clinch the the European qualification for for good for the absolute certainty but if not they had the last game is against the Faroe Islands at home so really it would take a colossal mess up a colossal breakdown for Albania to miss this upcoming Euros as well as other results for the Czech Republic Poland and Moldova going their way it seems very unlikely but we won't be saying that Albania's or Albania and Castrati are going to the Euros right now because there is wilder things could happen in football. But it is very it's looking very, very likely that um we'll see Castrati in Germany next summer. But uh, the other news that I wanted to kind of touch upon was the Italian national team. Now Italy did lose three one against England at Wembley in this uh, qualifying window. They ended up beating Malta at home against Inbari, uh, just, you know, as they were expected to. But this leaves the Azzurri in a very, very bad situation going in 
to the last two games of the qualifying in November, where Italy trail second place Ukraine by three points. They have played a game less than Ukraine, but Italy do play North Macedonia, who are, are already eliminated from European qualifying. They can't go through the playoffs. They can't get second place. They are out, so Italy will play against North Macedonia next qualifying window, and then they will travel to play Ukraine, which will be a huge, huge match. It'll basically be this decider. Now, a draw in the Ukraine match could be enough for Italy to get into the Euros because if they, assuming they do beat North Macedonia, which is not a given, given what we've seen in the past qualifying rounds, if Italy do beat North Macedonia, they'll be level with Ukraine on points, although Italy do have the head-to-head -head record with them because Ukraine did end up losing against Italy in Milan a few months ago. But so, so that, that leaves the case if they are level on points. Uh, if Italy do get a draw against Ukraine in the next match, they'll be in. So it really all comes down to get four points in the next window and you're in the Euros. Simple as that. You don't have to worry about the playoff. You don't have to worry about anything else. Get th uh, four points, get one win, get a draw in there. You're fine. Ideally, you would like to get at six wins. And really, this has already been an awful qualifying campaign from Italy's perspective. But it would be nice to not have the stress of the playoffs because we've seen what happens in that situation. So it's going to be a difficult uh, few next weeks because, uh, like we were saying before, we're just waiting for this international break to get over with. But now we're kind of seeing that, all right, well, I kind of just want to get this qualifying done and over with. Um, but in case you were wondering, yes, there is a chance for Italy to go through the playoff rounds against uh, in the Nations League. Although that's looking like a very complicated situation because Croatia could be in that group. Um, you go, going down, Poland could be in that group thanks to Albania topping their group. Um, you, you know, you got other teams, you know, the Netherlands are not completely in. So it's something that you shouldn't rely on. And I don't think Italy should be relying on that. So bottom line is we win two games against North Macedonia and Ukraine. Italy will be in the Euros and will forget this awful qualifying campaign. Hopefully, it'll be much straightforward going into the 2026 World Cup in the United States here, actually. So I want to see the United States in the World Cup here in my own country, and I want to see Italy play here as well. It would be a dream, Italy versus USA. Um, that would be the Chitikach USA Derby in some ways. But... That's enough uh, boring international talk for now. I know everyone's been just waiting for the international break to be over. It seems like this international break has been going on forever. I mean, it seems like this has just been dragging on forever. And I don't know it's because Cittadella played early on Saturday and that against Ternana. And then that's like almost two full weeks of not being on the pitch. But we are finally getting there. But be, well, before we get to that point, um, I just want to break the news because there was a bit of Cittadella news this week. Uh, Cittadella has signed free agent center back, 28-year-olds. Uh, uh, he came in as a free agent, uh, Stefano Negro, who last played at Pordenone uh, last season while they were chasing for promotion before going bankrupt. 
He has one total appearance in Serie B, which could add, add some depth to the Granata back line because you've already seen that uh, as I pull up my Serie B depth chart, um, you've already seen that Domenico Ferrari has been struggling with an injury. Um, Sotini is, is always still out uh, with that injury. So I think it's something have uh, j just kind of a good player to have around. I don't know if he'll be starting every single game, but because he has only had, you know, one appearance from Serie B at 28 years old, I don't think it would be the the most, uh, I don't know how to say, like the most uh, expensive s signing or um, lu lucrative s signing for Cittadella, but it is something and we add depth. So, Center back pairing, he could also, according to transfer market, he could also play on the right back position. I don't know if that's true, but um, Stefano Negro has also played for Portenone, like I said. Tristina, Monza, Perugia, uh, Pro Vircelli. Uh, that has all been in Serie C for the most part. Um, he played 17 games for Portenone last season in Serie C. So, listen, I don't know how well this will be out I, I doubt that he'll be starting full-time and that he'll be playing in every single game but it is good to have another center back because you are seeing like Safrare, Sotini uh, we have yet to see uh, Alicio Rizza on the left back position so it's something that's uh, adding back line because as you know the season gets very congested towards the middle there's a lot of games coming up um, I'll read you the schedule in just a little bit but Chitadel has a lot of games and, you know, free free agent signing, free free signing, really. Uh, I, I think you got to take it. And uh, that's another player added to the Chitadella market. I know it, we're past summer already, but still very, very uh, lots of moves happening in the Chitadella department. But yes, so Stefano Negro is a Chitadella player. He will, I don't know if he'll be starting or we'll play against Pisa. We'll have to see about that. But he was just announced yesterday on Tuesday. Um, so that that's something to keep out of, keep an eye on. On. So now, what have you been all been waiting for? And you probably clicked on this podcast for this region is because of the match against Pisa coming up on Saturday at the Stadio Arena Garibaldi in Pisa. It is the first early kickoff here in the United States for us, uh, 8 a.m. on the East Coast and 5 a.m. on the West Coast. Bright and early, the soccer gods, the Serie B gods, have been very nice to us USA fans here, but it is finally time to do that wake-up call that we've been doing for many, many times, and we've had many games at that time. It's really no problem. It was just nice getting a little bit of an extra sleep, an extra hour or two, before Cittadella would play usually at um, the 4.30 kickoff for, you know, later on. But yes, 8 a.m. Eastern time kickoff, that's the 2 p.m. local time in Italy kickoff. That's when, uh, that's the kind of the normal default uh, time slot for the Serie B season to be kicked off at. So Cittadella will be playing in Pisa at that time. A chance to go four games undefeated for Cittadella as I bring up the the streaks sheet as I look through it in all my data of Cittadella. Here it is right here. I have a whole bunch of uh, documents about Cittadella data that I keep track of. 
But yes, a chance to go four games unbeaten in Serie B, or in all competitions in general. But Cittadella has not been undefeated, or sorry, haven't... Uh, I'm still... It's still very early here um, in this uh, in this part of the world. So I gotta still keep focus here. But like I was saying, Cittadella has not... Or Cittadella last time, last season, had at total a maximum of four games undefeated. That was the longest stretch of games they went. was four games in all competition undefeated the year before that in Gorini's first season was seven games undefeated uh so right now they're currently on a three game unbeaten streak they have a chance to equal their tally from last year already so that'll be pretty cool um but uh like like i said two wins in a row that's the total for this year have we um that's the total amount of wins Cittadella has gotten in a row so far this year. Still very early in the season, but for the record, last season in that relegation frightened season, we only got two wins in a row at total uh, last season, and we ended up going on a nine-game winless run. So the winless run so far is currently three games, although I don't know how far that'll go into. But Cittadella do have a chance to make it four games on being that would record equal their total from last year. A uh, quick stat about this game. Cittadella has only two losses against Pisa in all competitions in the last 14 meetings against the Tuscany club. That is, that's a lot. That is, uh, that is truly a big number. It's only one loss to Pisa in their last six games, and all of those games have been wins. So it's clear that Cittadella, I don't know, for whatever reason, they just have a good feeling whenever they play Pisa. Remember last season, I believe Pisa were on a, a long winless, or a, a long undefeated streak going into the new year. It was match day 20. It was after, you know, Cittadella's four-game losing streak to end the year. We were in a really bad position, 19th place, if I remember. And we go to the Garibaldi and win. That was Crociata and Mastrantonio's first ever goal in Cittadella colors. So it's definitely something that you can't really describe in sports, that sometimes against a certain team, against a certain stadium, you either perform good or perform bad, and it doesn't matter what form the, the team is in. And you could see this happening for a long, long time, but for whatever reason, Cittadella just seems like that team for Pisa. So... Cittadella has very, very good history against Pisa. Uh, like I said, two only two losses in the last 14 games, and a lot of those games have been wins for Cittadella um, as they lead the series, as I pull up my another chart from all my data. I know I, I, just, I just keep so much data, you're probably thinking uh, that I'm a madman, but here it is. 12 wins against Pisa total. Pisa have seven wins against Cittadella. Three draws. It is 34 goals for Cittadella scored, 23 goals conceded, and last match was January 4th, 2000 or January 14th, sorry, 2023. It was a 2-1 win at the Stadio Arena Garibaldi, which will be they'll be playing this uh, time around. Pisa, a little look into them right now. They are currently 13th in Serie B. Currently have nine points after. Eight games. It hasn't been the greatest start for um, for Alberto Aquilani's side. They haven't been off to a very good start. Kind of 
a little better than last season where they were really struggling under Rolando Maran, where they were bottom of the league. They are a little doing much better right now. It's still they still got a game to make up against uh who is it? I believe it was Modena or no, it is against Leco they still have to make up, which will be next week. So that's something to keep an eye out on. But Pisa currently looking for a win. They are uh, winless in their last three games. They've only scored one goal in their last three games. And those games were against Spezia, Cosenza, and Rechana. So this is an interesting team because I see their roster. And I think there's a lot of good talent on this side. And a lot of these players were in that side that Luca D'Angelo guided them to really the brink of Serie A that, uh, two years ago. So it is just a little bit, um, you know, just classic Serie B. You don't know what to expect from these teams with good rosters, and sometimes with teams with weaker rosters, they end up doing well. So I don't know what to expect from this game. Cidrella always does very good with Pisa, but you never know on any given day. Uh, it's a, it's an early kickoff, so that, that could also play a factor. Um, I I don't know how I'm going to be able to do the early uh, wake-up call. I haven't done that in months and months. I'm thinking back to last season, towards the end of the season. Well, that was easy to get up for because Chitarella needed the win, and it was a very stressful but exciting time. Now we're early in the season, and really it's just dreading waking up at that time but we'll be there anyway we will be there uh looking at the Chitarella away points they have currently after how many games have they played so far they played four games on the road in Serie B obviously we don't count uh, Coppa Italia games for this five points on the road last season they only got 20 points from 19 games on the road so really they're if you look at it they're one-fourth away from equaling their record and that's uh that's something to look at four games after the start um but there's still a lot of time um to do it in Gorini's first season they did get 26 points so that was 26 points more or sorry six points more than what they got last year on the road um okay that is kind of a little bit of a preview i i mean i expect a lot of the Cittadella players to be back. Uh, I don't know about Domenico Ferrari. We wonder if he's still going to be back. Um, Enrico Baldini, maybe we could see him play more minutes this time. Uh, Elan Castrati, expect him to be back from the Albanian national team. But yeah, I just I look forward to a good game. I think it's going to be an interesting game between two teams with ambitious goals in this season. And just looking to get more points, climb up the table. Cittadella in 8th place to start right now. 13 points, trying to make it 16th and staying in that playoff position going into next weekend. A uh, little bit about Cittadella before we wrap up in the Serie B season. Uh, like I said, 13 points from 9 games as it stands for Cittadella. They have a little bit of a congested schedule coming up. From now until the next international break, which will be in mid-November, Pisa is upcoming this Saturday um, at 2 p.m. local time. Then we have a Friday game. Chitadella play on the Friday. Next Friday match, the only match of the on the day, uh, is Chitadella against Cremonese at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato. 
Then on Halloween on Tuesday, so what that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday. So really about four days apart, they do they have to go back to to Cremona or they have to play Cremonese again, but this time in Cremona at the Stadio Giovanni Zini for the Coppa Italia game against uh, Cremonese. Winner goes against Roma in January. But then then following weekend, uh, so another quick turnaround at home against Brescia and then following up a Sunday afternoon game against Palermo at the Stadio Renzo Barbera. So... It is, I think the the stretch from late November to about Boxing Day is more congested because there's about maybe six games there. Uh, this is only about, this is only about five games. So very similar in a way. Guarini and Cittadella have to manage who plays who or are we going to see a, a full strength lineup against Cremonese? Is there really a point in going forward in the Coppa Italia or just saving the rest for the season? It is going to be something that to discuss in the upcoming podcast as we approach 100 episodes of the show. I cannot believe that. It's been really two years in the making. And um, I don't know if I'll have a, some special show where it's going to be, you know, just a, a normal show like that. But we're looking like in maybe two weeks, I'll be celebrating my 100th episode of the Chitikacho USA show. But we'll get there when it comes. Uh, lastly, I'll read you the standings a little bit. Uh, da, da. Parma uh, stays in first going into this weekend. Second place, Palermo. Third place, Venezia. Fourth, Catanzaro. Como, Cosenza, Cremonese. Cittadella, Modena, Brescia, Sutiro, Bari, Pisa, Ascoli, Reggiana, Spezia, Ternana, Feralpi, Salò, Sampdoria, and Lecco, which uh, Lecco are still the only team in the league without a win. This weekend in Serie B is going to be an interesting one, as it always is. Friday, we have Parma hosting Como, so top of the place, top of the table. Parma hosts a pretty good Como side, and we saw that a few weeks ago at the Stadio Precesari Tombolato. So that should be a fun game to watch. Bardi, uh, under a new coach, first game uh, since sacking uh, Michele Magnani. Uh, uh, Cremonese hosting Sutiro. Pisa hosting Cittadella, Lecco hosting Ascoli, Ternana hosting Brescia, then a little later on Saturday is Catanzaro hosting Fraalpi Salò. On the Sunday match is Sampdoria against Cremonese, uh, not Cremonese, Sampdoria against Cosenza. About 900 plus Cosenza fans making the long trip to Genova, so that's something to keep an eye out on. Then a little later on Sunday we have Brecciana hosting Venezia. Monday match uh, to wrap things off is Palermo against Spezia. And with that, I think I'm done. I think that is all that I've been wanting to uh, talk about. Uh, international break's over. Congratulations, everybody. We made it. We should probably make a shirt. Uh, text me any ideas for that. Um, Cittadella signing new defender Stefano Negro in the team uh, as they get ready for this upcoming Saturday's match against Pisa, match day 10 in the Serie B season. Cittadella, very good history against Pisa, but it is on Saturday, uh, October 21st at what's it, 2 p.m. local time, 8 a.m. Eastern time. 
and 5 a.m. Pacific time. <laughs> That's going to be rough. But um, yes, at the Stadio Arena Garibaldi, uh, if you're going, be safe, have fun, uh, support Cittadella. And that is kind of, that's going to be it. That's that's all. Uh, before you do, before I go, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CheatGotUSA and visit our website at CheatGotUSA.com for more information, news, articles about AS Cittadella. That's it for me today. I'll see you next week. And as always, Forza Cheetah. Thank you for listening to the Chitgat USA show. If you liked it, please share and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Chitgat USA. See you next time, and remember, Forza Chita.